Uh, welcome to the Jaywalk Podcast. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing or anybody who supported my podcast. Really appreciate it. The money goes into making my podcast bigger and better. And um, so all the people that support me, I want to thank you. Um, I also want to thank my special lady um, for putting up with me the past, what, couple of months. Um, I've been... Uh, <laughs> It's been so hot this summer um, that my kidneys uh, have uh, basically slowed me down a lot. Um, so I haven't been in the best of moods because my body can't do what it used to do. But um, so she's been putting up with me for the past couple of months. So I, I want to thank her for that. Um, Hopefully when it cools down, it'll get better. It's going to be hotter tomorrow. So please, everybody, do your best to stay cool. Uh, tomorrow's going to be really rough for me. Um, this past weekend, it's been really rough for me. But um, hopefully I'll get through it, man. But I don't know if I can deal with many more summers like this. Uh, your boy Jaywalk is tired. Tired. Um, you're... Uh, kidneys are your cooling and your heating system uh, they make you sweat they make you shiver so as you know with me when they're failing or when mine is failing or whatever um, the cold is very brutal for me in the, in the hot the very extreme hot or stress extreme heat is a uh, very detrimental to me because once I start sweating, I won't stop sweating. And once I get cold, um, I can't shiver. So I kind of stay cold. But with the cold, though, you um, I have a space heater that I keep on me to help out. So it's actually easier to deal with than the heat. You know, because when you, when you got to deal with the heat, you know, once it's hot, it's just hot. You know what I'm saying? I can't. I can't really take a air conditioner with me when I leave the house or sit in my car in the air conditioning. So, um, but y'all just keep me in my thoughts, man. I'm a little slower because of the stream heat we've been having this summer. And, uh, but, uh, hopefully I'll get through it. I'll get through it. Um, tonight's podcast is the one I've been dreading for a long time. And um, because it's a very special podcast because of what what, what it's going to be about. Um, I really hate talking about this because it's kind of divide racial lines and it kind of divides the music industry. Um, it's a double edged sword and. Um, it is the epitome of America. And I'm just going to come out and say what the subject is going to be about tonight, okay? It is going to be about the success of Eminem. And I'm going to look at this very objectively 
because if anybody, if you know anything about me, I am an Eminem fanatic. I love Eminem, and I uh, I love Eminem. Um, it's not much more to say. He's, he's lyrical, his music, his his production, he the artist he signs. I mean, I just love Eminem, and. But there's always two sides of a coin, and I'm going to, as much as I can, look at this objectively about Eminem. And for people that want to listen to this podcast, this is uh, going to be very educational, all the research and stuff I did about Eminem. So um, if you don't know much about Eminem, uh, you're about to learn something if you listen to this podcast, okay? So uh, let's get started. Um, as you know, Eminem was pretty much a battle rapper coming up in Detroit. Um, he was winning all the time. Um, and the reason why it it took so long for him to be discovered was because Detroit at the time, I don't know now, but at the time, if you wasn't from New York and LA in the late nineties, more more likely it's, it's much, much harder for you to get, uh, discovered um yeah so kids if you listen to this podcast i want y'all to know before the internet <laughs> um if you weren't from new york or los angeles it was very really 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 hard to make it so we have to and they don't get enough credit is like the artists from the south and the artists from the midwest how much more they had to do to be discovered. Um, it's and it also it takes away from the grind. Like in the nineties, you had your bones. They're from Cleveland, the Midwest. You have your ghetto boys. They're from the South. They're from Houston. You had your, you probably never heard of him now, but you had your, uh, your Twisters. He's from Chicago, Midwest. Um, you had, uh, I'm, I'm trying to see if I'm forgetting anybody. You had your Outcasts. They're from the South, ATL. So, um, so the Outcasts, the Twisters, the, the bones, the uh, um, the ghetto boys, their their um, progression in the rap game or their success in the rap game was a lot more harder than a Tupac or a Biggie or Jay Z or a or a, um or a uh, I'm trying to think I'm forgetting anybody. Or Snoop Dogg, you know, because like I said, if you weren't from L.A. or from New York, marketing was hard as hell. So they had to, you know, and and they didn't have the money or they didn't have the machine behind them in the Midwest and the South, like the West Coast and the East Coast did. So it was, to say the least, it's very, very difficult to become successful in the rap game. Um... 
that's why, and I only I say that little history note to let you guys know before the internet, you had to be in a really big market to be successful, or at least have a better chance of succeeding. You had to be in a really big market. I know Chicago's a big market, but Chicago rap wasn't looked at the way it is now in the 90s. And it should have been because Chicago has produced some talent. Like I said, Twister, Do or Die, Crucial Conflict, um, The Brat, and so on and so on. And Common, I forgot about Common, Common from Chicago. So this, the Chicago doesn't get, you know, doesn't get the, I don't think they, they get the props or respect as these other artists and regions get, but I digress though. That's how we get the Eminem. So you have this white rapper that sent a demo to my favorite person in music, no matter what the genre is, is Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre hears it. He loves it. Dr. Dre thought that he was a black dude until he gets to Cali and see, oh, this guy is white. Um, and I'm pretty sure with the lyrical content and how great of a lyricist that Eminem is, him being white, I'm pretty sure Dr. Dre seen the dollar signs. So that was probably a big part of why he signed him. Um, he probably was thinking, wow, there's this guy, this white guy here that is so talented. And he's white. Um, I'm going to risk my career to to do this with this, you know, with this great white MC. Because at the time, Dr. Dre had just left death row and people thought he was falling off. Um, he had been there, done that. Um, it did well, but it was lukewarm. It wasn't as good as like like the Chronic or Doggy Style or anything else. So he did this, you know, he, after he left death row, he did this, been there, done that. I mean, you guys can look up the song or whatever. I thought it was a fire song, but I'm a Dr. Dre fanatic. So, of course, I'm going to think it's hot. But um, it was actually lukewarm. So... Uh, a lot of people thought he was falling off. Hence comes Eminem. He goes, he goes out to California. They make the first album with Eminem. Sold four million. Major, major success when, he, when it comes back out your four album. Then he dropped the... Uh, God, what was it called? His second LP, we'll say. Can't remember the name of it right now. Amazing album. Still one of my favorite albums to this day. Blew up. Um, third album, Eminem Show. Blew up. Um, and the fourth album, Blew Up. Recover, Blew Up. So, and I say this little history lesson to people that listen to my podcast, let you guys know is, here's the question. And we're gonna, I'm going to look at this objectively. So, is Eminem... Talented, excuse me, is Eminem as big as he is? Is it because he's white? Is it because he's talented? Or is it because he had Dr. Dre behind him? Or is it all four? Or does Eminem get the push or get that, uh, exposure because he's white so I'm going to I'm going to go through each one of these um, reasons why people think 
um, Eminem as big as he is. Some consider him the greatest rapper of all time. Now, he's in my top five, easily. Uh, he can be number one to number five. So I can see why people would say he's the best artist, hip-hop artist of all time. I can see why people will say that. Um, a lot of people are, are going to say, you know, or whatever. But we're going to get to that. We're going to get to the part. Maybe that's a lot, of them, a lot of black people are hating because this white boy is doing things that a lot of white boys can't do. And he's doing a lot of, you know, a black art form that's better. He's doing it better than a lot of black people are doing it. So a lot, so a lot, a lot of times that stuff is just hate. And it really has no merit to it. But we're going to get to that. So, me personally, um, well, let's just start with, let's just start with um, him. Let's just talk about some of the reasons why people will say that he isn't as great as he is. This is not me. I'm just looking at this objectively. I'm not saying this is true or not. I'm not trying to confirm anything. This is what people are, are, are going to say why he isn't. Number one, he has a machine behind him. The machine is Dr. Dre. And Dr. Dre, when you have him in your corner or you have him producing you because he has perfect production. Dr. Dre has perfect production. Um... And he takes a very, 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 very long time with his projects. So if you think you're going to come out album after album after album after album yearly like Jay-Z did, not going to happen with Dr. Dre. It's not going to happen. Dr. Dre is on his own schedule. He's a perfectionist and he will not release anything until he thinks it's perfect. So that's why his music and that's why his albums are so great. And that's why he sells seven, eight, nine million at the time. Hard copies was, you know, was important. But number one, that's what we talk about the cons of Eminem. Number one is he is produced by Dr. Dre. So it, you have a very, very, very low chance of failure when Dr. Dre is producing you. It, Dr. Dre has made Eminem, The Game, Snoop, uh, Kendrick, um, do you, you, you see where I'm going with this? These are mega hip-hop stars. Not just stars. These are mega hip-hop stars. The the lowest one on the totem pole is The Game, which is one of my favorite rappers. Um, and he is a star. I, I He's on the cusp of being a mega star, but right now I'll just give him a star compared to Kendrick, Doc, you know, Snoop, uh... Not to say that he's not a better rapper, because I think he can go bar for bar with anybody. But I'm just saying, as far as what I say, fame, I would say he's a low man on totem pole with that. Oh, 50 Cent. <laughs> How can I forget about 50 Cent? So think about that. Dr. Dre has produced 50 Cent's Megastar, Eminem, Megastar, Kendrick, Megastar, Snoop, Megastar. You see where I'm going with this? And he had the biggest hit uh, I think Pac ever had was California Love, who's also a, another mega star. So 
that's how great Dr. Dre is. Dr. Dre's artists are a, uh, they're a product of him. And this is why their music is so great or because of Dr. Dre. Um, you can even throw Busta Rhymes in there uh, if you want. But I'm talking about people that are just strictly after mass. Um, so Eminem has Dr. Dre behind him. So it's hard to fail when you have Dr. Dre behind you. Okay. Second reason is Eminem's battles. Eminem has had a lot of battles since he's been in the rap game. He has had a lot. He has had MJK, Bizzino, Everlast, uh, ICP, Insane Clown Posse. He's had, um, who else am I forgetting? He's had a lot. Ja Rule. He's had a lot. Um, most of those people I just named, okay? Cannabis is one too. Cannabis is another guy up there. But most of the people I just named aren't the greatest lyricists or make the greatest music. So people would say his resume of battles isn't the greatest. Like, therefore, he hasn't really up, really went up against another giant, like a Jay-Z or Nas, or a, um, let's see, who else got there had a pretty big battle? Um, T.I. and Flip. And, um, I'm pretty sure there's some more I'm forgetting. Um, The Game in 50. So, he hasn't really had a person of his stature go go up against him. So his battle, you know, his his I guess they do his career, him battling other rappers, he usually wins because he's not going up against opponents worthy of him. Uh I think the game is the game is worthy of him, but th- that battle has not got full blown yet. But I digress though. So he hasn't had the greatest battle record when it comes to battling in the music industry. Um, the third thing is he's white. Um, hip-hop being a black art form when through the history of America when a white person does something great that's considered a black dominated sport or music industry, they get pushed a lot more. And it's just America. They always say, or they always want a, uh, a, a white face to show them how superior they are to us. So anytime a white person does something great, it gets pushed. It's thrown in your face. It's thrown, they did the same thing with Vanilla Ice. It gets thrown in your face. They play, they play Ice Ice Baby continuously. Continuously. You didn't even need to buy the album because they played it so much on the radio to, to show, hey, look, this white boy is doing something that blacks do and he's doing it better. Just that great white hype syndrome, what they like to do to white people in black art forms or in black things that are considered black dominated and they, they push them. To show you, hey, we can do anything you can do also better. 
Um, I do, and even though I'm an Eminem fanatic, and Eminem, y'all know I'm a groupie of Eminem pretty much, I do understand when him being white, they always say that he wouldn't sell what he sold if he was if he was black. He even said it in one of his raps, he'd probably sell less in one of his raps. So, um, the fourth thing is, a lot of people say, Eminem does not get played in the club. And guys, I'm going to be honest with you, man. I, I When I went out to clubs or went to go hang out at bars or something like that, I never hear Eminem. I never hear Eminem. Um, as great as music he makes, it's crazy. It's true. I've never really heard um, Eminem played in a bar. So, those are just the cons that people are that because they sit there, they can use him on Eminem. Um, the things that are for him is, I mean, if, if you know anything about hip-hop, you have to know that he is a great lyricist. He is up there with the Jay-Zs, the Nas's, the Biggies, the Pac's, the Lil Wayne's. He is up there. Like I said, sometimes my top five, my top five is interchangeable. So sometimes he's one, sometimes he's five. Lyrically, man, he's one of the best of all time. Um, I know if you if you don't think that, and you're supposed to be a fan of hip hop, then you're just hating. You're just hating. He is one of the best of all time. Um, number two, uh, he makes his own beats now, um, and I've heard his beats. That's, that's the reason why Feeney gave. Uh, the acapellas of Tupac's music to Eminem because of how great of a production that he does. Uh, he does some great production. And um, I, I got to give it up to him. I heard some of, his, of, of the stuff he's, he's been producing the past 15 years. Eminem's ama he's an amazing uh, producer. He really is. So my hat's off to Eminem. He is an amazing producer. Third is the talent that he finds. With D12, 50, um, Obi Trice. Um, I don't, he didn't find them, but I mean, they're, they're closely linked. But Royce the 5'9 is another great, um, another great lyricist, another great rapper that doesn't get his shine. Why? I don't know. And that's really weird because he's very affiliated with Eminem. I don't know why Race of Five Nine does not get more shine because he is a great rapper. But so Fifty Cent, not only is he great, he keeps great people around him. So I guess greatness recognizes greatness. That's that's the best I can put it. But now it's the what hundred and twenty million dollar question. Now is is. Eminem who he is because he's talented or is it is because of who he has behind him or around him and for me I just think it's the talent see this this I think he's worthy of all the accolades he gets because he, he's just great at what he does but I understand the backlash of people are saying, like, listen, man, if Eminem was black, he would not be getting all that he's getting right now. 
And I and, and personally, I, I totally agree. He, he probably wouldn't. But on the flip side, Eminem is actually talented. He's a, he has that all-time great talent. So all the accolades he's getting doesn't really bother me. I just think he's that great. And I, I and he has the black stamp of approval. If Eminem didn't have that, then more than likely he wouldn't be where he is. But once through history, especially in it, when it comes to entertainment, if you have that black stamp of approval, I'll give you another another guy, Gary Owen. Who's a very, 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 very funny <laughs> comedian? I watch him damn near every day. But um, he is a um, he, he he got that 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 um, that stand up called Black Famous. See, once we put our our, our our stamp of approval on you as an entertainer, once we do it, then you can write your own ticket. Because black people, particularly to the world, and especially here in America, we are pop culture. Anything that we deem that is good in entertainment, then you're probably good. There's a saying uh, when Larry Bird was uh, playing. Yeah, Larry, you can average 40 against some white guys, but can you do it against us? Can you do it against some, some some black players? And and if you could do it against us, <laughs> you <laughs> you you've been <laughs> you got black approval. That's what Larry Bird had in the eighties. Um, I've been as a Lakers fan and watching the Lakers always play Boston in the in the finals. Every time Larry Bird got the ball, I got scared. I. Yes, that's how great of a basketball player Larry Bird was. I got scared. Because to me, back then, when I was a kid, it just seemed like he didn't miss. <laughs> it's like he did not miss, especially in the NBA Finals. It, it was... So, when you see a white guy balling like that, it must have, not and not just balling that runs black players, but great black players, I mean, what else can you say? But... In the 80s, when he won those three MVPs, you got to remember, he had the machine behind him, white media, to show and say, everybody, ha, 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 look at this black guy, look at this white guy, look at him, he's, uh, uh-huh, look what he's doing to the black players, ha, ah, what, what did I tell you, you know, we're, you know, we're, we're, we are superior, if you got a white guy doing this to a bunch of great black players, and, and and what they do is, and what people, you need to realize this, that there's always exceptions. But exceptions to the rule make the rule more true. But white media, what they do is they like to take the exceptions and they want to make it the norm. There was, I cannot remember his name. I have to look it up. I'm sorry, people. There's this high school white guy. About four years ago, I think it was four years ago, that was beating everybody in track and field in the 100 meter. 
really, really fast. He, I think he ran like a nine nine or something like that in high school. And they nicknamed him White Lightning. White Lightning. And the question is, why would they have to put the white in front of it? Why would they, why can't they just name him Lightning? But they named him White Lightning. And he came out and said, hey, please don't call me White Lightning. I don't want to be called any, you know, I just want to be called Light. If you want to call me anything, just call me Lightning. Please don't put the white part on me because it makes me feel like I have to be, you know, you know, be superior or be great because I'm white in a black dominated sport. Yeah. Because he felt the pressure of, man, if they're going to name me White Lightning, then I'm the great white hope that they're going to put that label on me. And what if I don't live up to it? So he was smart and said, please don't call me White Lightning. You know, just either call me by my name or just call me Lightning if you want to give me a nickname. And I completely understand what he's saying. Once you get that uh that tag on you, um, it's hard to get off. So um, that's a lot of pressure to put, you know, to put on, you know, for for any white athlete to have. So um, that's where see, it's just the history of America, and this is why. I didn't. I was trying to avoid this, but I thought I had to talk about it for a hip hop's fiftieth birthday about Eminem and Eminem. Not only uh, lived up to the hype, he surpassed the hype being a white rapper. Um, he's the the biggest hip hop, you know, uh, selling uh, album seller of all time. Yeah, he passed Tupac. And obviously it's because, you know, Tupac died, you know, young, but also, you know, because he has a machine behind him. He's white. And, you know, so because in the hip hop game, if you're going to be successful, they always say the crossover. You got to crossover so white people are buying your stuff and everything else. Well, when you're white, you don't have to cross over. Because if if seven, because 70 percent of of. At the time, hip hop sales were bought by white people, and so you just can't. You see what I'm saying? You just can't. Only being 13 percent of the population as is, and it's the other 30 percent is being bought by black and other races or whatever. Then you might you can't go platinum like that. And platinum was going. And platinum was in the 90s and the 80s. Going platinum was everything. So you just couldn't go platinum if black people just bought your stuff. You had to cross over. That you know, it's just how. It, I mean, I don't think it's fair, but that's just how it was in America. If you want to be successful, white people are going to have to buy your stuff. Well, not successful. I mean, if you want to get into that this mega star, white people are going to have to buy your stuff. It just is what it is. So, well, Eminem, he's white, so he doesn't. He doesn't. He already has that. He doesn't need to cross over. So all he needs to do is if I can legitimize myself as a great MC or a great artist to black people, okay, then I already have white America. So his struggle isn't as hard as, say, an average black rapper. 
But at the same time, him being white is also his biggest, you know, his biggest weakness because a lot of people say, well, the reason why you got the success you do is because you're white and you have Dr. Dre. So you're, I mean, you're talented, but you have two you know, mitigating factors that most rappers don't have. So, because Dr. Dre once said, I could take a six-year-old and still sell a million, you know, you know, records. He's, and he's Dr. Dre, he's good. So, basically, Eminem has the machine behind him where it's going to be pretty hard for him to fail. And plus, he's talented. And you could be non-talented and not fail, you know what I'm saying, with Dr. Dre. So with Eminem, he he he's just man, he's just a quagmire. He he just is. It's just like some people like me think he gets what he gets or he's recognized what he's recognized because of his talent. Some of the other half of people will just say, Well, he has Dr. Dre and he's white, so that's why he is the way he is. And The stuff he raps about, um, I don't think a black person could rap about. That's why I, I think he's, that's why I think it's because of his talents. But, man, saying Eminem is, is to where he is um, because he's white, I really think that kind of undermines how talented he is, man. Eminem did a lot of stuff. For rap and in the rap game. And I'm not going to sit here and try to take that away from him because he's had some advantages that a lot of black rappers don't. I mean, he took those advantages and ran with it. So um, my verdict of talking about all this is Eminem is just great. He's just great. I'm saying now, but that's the $100 million question, man. Is it, will he be this great without Dr. Dre? I, I really can't answer that. I told you Dr. Dre is my favorite person in music. And I can't answer that. Would he be as big as he is without Dre? Hmm. That's a tough one, isn't it? To all us Eminem fans, that's a tough one. Um, I think... Hmm. You know what? Unfortunately, I really don't think so. I don't think he'd be as big as he is without Dr. Dre. I really don't. I think if he goes somewhere else besides Aftermath, they would say, God, he's a great rapper, but I don't think his music would be 
like he'll still get radio play. He'll still sell and everything. But I, I don't think I don't I don't think he'll be a mega star. I think he'll just be a a star hip hop artist. I don't think he'll be the mega star that he is if he doesn't have Dr. Dre. So, like I said, he he has a lot of advantages that most rappers don't. And I and I also don't think uh, there is enough. Uh, I, I I don't think there is enough praise for Eminem. At the same time, see, like I said, he's a quagmire. Some people try to think he gets too much praise for who he is. I don't think he gets enough praise for for what he's done for hip hop and whatever. Hence brings up, you know, Melly Mel, the legend. Uh, listen to my last podcast about me listening to this song. Uh, it was pretty. Uh, <laughs> it was pretty rough. Um, I understand what Melly Mel was saying about him being white and everything, and what he did for white, uh, white other hip hop artists that are white. I completely understand what he was saying when he was saying like, well, you have Eminem who's great, but there aren't any, uh, any other white rappers as big as he is. So he really didn't do much for white rappers because he's the only one that's great. But, um, I don't think Melly Mel when he's, so called me that diss song towards him and him which was it was just bad. I don't think he has any malice or hate for Eminem. He's just one of the forefathers of hip hop and he was just giving his opinion. And when he said he could beat Eminem in a um in a hip hop battle. And he said he would be easy. He said it would be um Extremely easy to beat Eminem in a hip-hop battle. Now, he's an artist. He's a legend. So in his mind, he probably thinks he can beat Eminem in a hip-hop battle. Um, I know a lot of hip-hop fans know thinks he can't, but we're not artists like Melly Mel is. So I'm not going to sit here and, and, and bash him. I want to bash him for that whack-ass diss song he made, which he apologized for. And then took his apology down. <laughs> um, but I don't think Melly Mel is coming from a place of hate on Eminem. He was just saying that, you know, he gets that boost because of uh, um, of him being white. I mean, and you can't deny it. They did the same thing for Vanilla Ice. That part, I, I'll have to give the haters. But that being said, he's still talented and white. So, I mean, I'm you know, so. Like I said, it's, it's, it's a double it's a double edged sword when it comes to Eminem. But I'm going to go with the side of him being talented and he is great because he is talented. 
and he gets the accolades because he's talented, not because he's white. Like I said, in my top five, sometimes he will be number one. And the lowest he can be is number five. And the thing is, with me, it's really hard for me to put him over Jay-Z, Nas, Biggie, and Pac. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? All four are super legends. But sometimes, when I listen to Eminem, I listen to his music, I listen to his lyrics, sometimes, man, like Biggie's my number one. So sometimes I'm like, damn, man, Biggie might have to put you down and actually had to put Eminem at one. But that's just sometimes. I'm not, it's not permanent. Like I said, my, my, my top five is very interchangeable. And it's really hard for me to put him over Tupac, and we all know why. But, I think that Eminem is Eminem because of his merit and his talents. That's my final verdict. Now, when I put the question on, you know, I hope you guys answer it. When I put the question underneath, you know, is Eminem, you know, is where he is because of him being white? Or is he great? Um, so, it's a, it, man, like I said, he's a quagmire. He is an enigma. He is just, I don't know. But me, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm going to coin it as him being great. It has nothing to do with him being white or anything. But that's just my opinion. And so when I put the question, you know, if you like it, you know, on, 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 when, I, when I post this, I really hope you guys answer the question. I'm, I'm, I'm going to make it multiple choice, you know. Um, what is it that you think makes Eminem great? And, you know, it's just... Um, I had to do this podcast because a lot of people are asking me, what do you think about it? And do you, like some people have asked me, do you think Eminem, uh, do you think record companies are using Eminem to whitewash hip hop? Um, uh, do you think Eminem is being, uh, like when it's all said and done in history of hip hop, do you think they're using Eminem to say, "Hey, he's the greatest rapper of all time"? And do you think, do history? Do you think you see what's going on in Florida about Black history? Do you think it? You know, eventually they're going to find a way to say that hip hop didn't get as big until Eminem started rapping. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You see what they're doing with, with slavery and textbooks, and, you know, in Florida. So. We cannot put anything past America when it comes to this. Um, man, so all the things I just talked about and all the things I'm seeing, man, it's uh, I wanted to say it was like 90% Eminem being talented. 
and 10% him being white. Um, I think it's even higher. I want to say 95% him being talented and only 5% him being, you know, him being white. He's just a great MC and black people, uh, and black hip hop fans that hate on him, man. Like I said, you cannot sit here and say that he is not a great MC. Like I said, you just have to be hating if you can't acknowledge how great of an MC Eminem is. And I don't know. I, I mean, I, I haven't heard a bad song from him. I haven't heard a bad album from him. I haven't heard like a whack bar from him. I, I just, I just, I don't know. It's just really hard for anybody to sit here and say that him and them is whack because you're just hating. You're just hating. And one thing Molly Marr never did say was that he was whack. He never said that. Now, recently... The game has doing some shots. It's called the Black Slim Shady. Um, he took a lot of shots at Eminem. And a lot of the things he was saying was true. Yeah, I don't, and no, no one ever wants to see friends fight. The game and Eminem are two of my favorite rappers. I love them both dearly. And... The game just 10 years ago was talking about how great Eminem is. He doesn't want it with Eminem and everything else. None of that stuff. Now, I don't know if this is a marketing ploy, him going at Eminem. I don't know, you know, if he's just trying to sell albums going at Eminem or how he wants this battle. But Eminem just went back at him in this, this recent song that he made one of his artists. Went back at the game. And it was a pretty good diss. And I love the game. I was like, damn, man. But I still don't want to see. I cringe because, like I said, I don't like to see two of my favorite artists go at it. But um, I don't. I don't. The game says he can out rap Eminem. Now the game can rap. <laughs> I mean, this dude can rap. Can he beat Eminem? That's yet to be seen. We'll, we'll see. But I've seen very few people able to out rap Eminem. I mean, look what he did to Jay-Z on Renegade. He made Jay-Z's verse sound average. The only person I've ever seen to make Jay-Z sound average was Biggie. And in my eyes, Biggie's the best to ever do it. Lyrically. Lyrically. That's, I mean, I mean lyrically. There's a whole bunch of things that go on rap music. I'm just talking about what someone says. I think Biggie's the best, but Eminem did the same thing Biggie did to Jay, made him sound average. And Jay being as great as he is, do you know how hard it is to make someone that great sound average? Yeah, that's pretty tough to do. And Eminem did it. He's one of the few people out of the 8 billion people on this earth to make Jay-Z sound average. That is damn near impossible to do. 
So, um, even Jay said he had to give it up to Eminem on Renegade. So what does that tell you about how great he is? He is just a great, great rapper. And like I said, if you don't think so as a hip hop fan, then you're just hating. It is what it is. You're just you're just hating at this point if you don't think he's a great rapper. Uh, I, I even think that you're just hating if he's not in your top ten. I honestly believe that. But what do you guys think? I'm just curious, what do you guys think? And when I make this question, I'm going to make it multiple choice. Is Eminem great because A, he's talented, B, Dr. Dre, C, he's white, D, all of the above? Let's see, I don't like doing an all of the above option because, you know, you know, obviously, you know, it's a cop-out answer. So I don't think I'm going to put that. I don't think I'm going to put that. So, I know I kind of ran on along with this podcast, but I hope you guys at least enjoyed it, or at least, at the very least, love hearing my voice talk about one of the greatest MCs of our time. Um, I'm really curious to hear and see what you guys say, you know, about Eminem. I'm very, very, I'm, I'm actually excited to, uh, to pose this question and you guys answer it. I, you know, I can't wait to see what, uh, what the world's going to say. Um, Y'all stay cool out there because it's going to be really, really hot again this week. Um, Y'all keep me in your thoughts because, like I said, I really suffer when it comes to um, when it comes to the summer. Um, So keep me in your thoughts. Uh, I want to. No, I want to get to it. I'm going to end this podcast uh, because I want I want. I want, I want, I'm just curious to get some, you know, some answers about Eminem. So you guys, like I said, you stay cool out there. Don't go outside unless you necessarily have to. Um, you got, you got one body. So please take care of it. Um, be good to yourselves. And we should be better to each other. This has been the Jaywalk Podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I'm out.